Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Okay, welcome guys back to another episode with Soul Tribe Podcast. Today we have an interview with V. We have you back. Yes. Welcome back. Welcome. I'm so excited to be back. You guys are my sisters from all around the world, you know, both of you. I got one of y'all all the way in motherfucking Holland and, you know, all the way out in the middle of nowhere. Then I got another one of you guys living it up in the Caribbean. And then here I am in the middle of goddamn Arizona. So it's nice that we're all able to connect again. And again, thank you guys so freaking much for having me back on. It's just like vibing with you guys is just so much fun for me. Oh, I was going to ask you where you live because I see you post that you're like in the Grand Canyon and all these really cool places I've never been. <laughs> and I always thought I never asked you where she lives. Yes, I'm in Arizona. I just moved here a few months ago from California. So yeah, I'm usually oh. um, a California bitch, but I mean, now I'm living in Arizona since September. So we're going on October, four months. Yes, I'm still counting my fingers. I literally just had to count my fingers. <laughs> so I was like, October, blah, blah, blah. all right, yeah, four months. Oh my gosh, that's oh amazing. My God. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and like what I do in my downtime, as you said, Lucia, like I'm in the Grand Canyon, I'm in Vegas, I'm doing something. I I have to, and I mean it on the core of the pit of my gut. I have to get out. I have to travel. It's like, it just does something for my energy and vibration where it's like, if I don't go nature after a few days and no, I don't mean I have to travel to like big ass national parks all the time, but I have to do something, even if it's like a local park, just because like, I'll go insane. I'll snap at a bitch. I have to get out the house. Like I have to be out in nature and it's just, um, it's so fucking restorative. And, you know, as you guys know, as being like empaths, intuitives, you know, how important it is like if we, uh, if we don't take care of our own energy and just kind of like, all right, y'all, I need some time for myself. Like you guys will, everyone will see a nasty side or not just a nasty side. It doesn't have to be that extreme, but I would say that, you know, it's just really important to take care of our vibration and to maintain it in whatever form that is. And for me, it just happens to be nature and laughter. As you guys know, I've loved cracking a damn joke. I can't help yes. it. I can't help it. Gotta, gotta, gotta laugh. I love it. I That's why we love you. Yeah, I have you back. We have you back on. And last time I had you, I was having issues with my ears and I'm I'm having the same issue again. Oh, Are you yes. again? It's going, it's going zhu, zhu, zhu. You know what I mean? That noise? You guys know that? Yes, I, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, last time close. too. That's interesting. Again, like I'm saying, girl, all of our energies all at one time. This shit's going to short circuit and it's Mercury retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't mercury retrograde make it take a step back somehow damn you're right actually yeah you're right so you know what i take this as a sign that three powerful bitches all in one space vibes are high the, and sometimes and this is what i've always recognized sometimes when the um the, when the vibration change in a room obviously we're not literally together but you know 
energy transcends time and space, right? So, um, but what I always believe is that when it fluctuates in vibration really strongly, we start to hear ringing or when like a uh, energy's in the room or some kind of frequency change, our ear starts to ring because it's like our body's response to all this, uh, this random energy that just boom, hit us and our physical body responds, sometimes through ear ringing, sometimes through the chills and the, you know, and heat temperature changes. So that's like extra spirit shit. But just wanted to just kind of say that. I just think it's pretty damn awesome how sensitive you are like intuitively lucia god damn like that thing that's like amazing you're powerful i mean so are you lorena obviously i'm not leaving you out lorena don't but worry, I, mean, I don't i'm i, I know it's all good <laughs> yeah you already know she's like bitch i know i know i'm powerful <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i think i think it's the conjunction of of like all of us on the call at the same time like you said like it doesn't matter that we're all in different places like for our soul we're all connecting right now exactly Exactly. On the deepest of soul levels. So mm, if that ain't a good sign, I don't know what is. Let the ringing begin, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know how you've been, because I mean, I don't remember when we talked to you last, but I mean, there's been quite a few things going on in the world since the last time we spoke to you. So I'm, how has it been for you, like on a personal, like on a, how have you taken it? Has it made it worse for you? Has it empowered you? Like how has it impacted your life? Wow. That's a, that's a good question. Um, yeah. And it's weird because I can't even remember what year we talked in. Is it just me or do you guys feel like 2020, 2021 felt like one bundled year? Like I can't, I literally guys can't distinguish what happened in 2020. Like when I think of like family events or anything like big in my life, like I can't remember if it was 2021 or 2020, like that's how meshed up the years felt like. And so um, personally, it just felt like with everything that happened, like it's been going on in the world, it just kind of like, um, it did make me reflect on a few things. It just like, like how it personally impacted me. I just felt like I was rearranging my life and figuring out what's really important for me. Um, and so with that deep reflection, you know, brings up all the feels and emotions. So I tend to just kind of, um, you know, I, I deal with my emotions and then I'm just like, all right, all right, y'all, y'all taking over now. Now we, we, we got to move on, you know? So I'm the kind of person who likes to let go, not dwell on shit. So I've realized what I've learned, deep lessons and what, and personally how it changed my life, like at least stuff that's going on in the world, obviously led to a move. You know, sometimes like after living somewhere, you realize like, you know, I love this place. Like I love California. I will always have a place in my soul no matter what, but I have to give my chance, I have to give myself a clean slate, a chance to view life in a new lens, to experience it in a new way, in a new environment. And so I've been all about trying new stuff because life is way too short. And what I've been personally going through with like um, personal changes with the, you know, family dynamics and, you know, friendships and things like that. And so really these last couple of years have really personally, I would say the lesson of truly letting go and really not dwelling. That is what I've been really focusing on. And um, also personally, anything else, um, I really want a cat, but I'm not sure if this has nothing to do with anything, but I really want a cat. And I've been really, I've always been a cat lady, um, all my life. I've always had cats since I was like six, you know, I've always loved cats, but I've been, um, because I'm always like on the go doing stuff. I'm like, should I get one? Should I not? So that's my 2022 goal is getting a, my little, uh, my little pet child, but I haven't thought about it. I mean, I haven't, done the detail, like really going to go to like, you know, cause me, I'm an adopter. Like I would totally adopt, you know, that's just who I am. So I would have to go to a shelter soon, or I just haven't figured out the timing. So that's really, really what's new to me. Oh, and just like, um, talking to 
hanging out in outer fucking space and, you know, talking to dead people other than talking to dead people, spirits and um, aliens and everything in between. Life's pretty all right. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Oh, I love what you said about the animal. Like right now, my dog's actually at the vet and she's not here. And the energy here feels so different. Having an animal in your life just changes everything. I like agree. such a good way. Yes. Yes, Lorena. I, I agree. And it's like, I have been without a pet for these last couple of years of my life. And it's just been like, every time I, it's just, it's, it's I'm not saying like, oh, my life is just devastating without one, but I really agree with what you said, Lorena. It does improve the quality of your life. Like having another beautiful soul. Cause you know, animals are just as, in my opinion, like I consider them little, like they're just as, as much as a big soul as we do as humans, just a different body of a soul, you know, just yeah, a different totally. form, but oh, my heart, just love them, love animals. I'm excited for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So if you see a random post of a cat, no, I finally adopted. So sometime <laughs> this year, that's my goal. I mean, when I became a Kashuk Records reader, the first thing I did, because I already wanted an animal, I went to get a cat because my grandma always taught me that cats energetically protect you. Yes, yes. I've heard about that, Lucia, that they're extremely psychic and they see all those spirits. They can, you ever, um, my, what I, when I used to have a cat, my cat would, uh, there was only certain people who would come over and it would still kind of hang out in the living room with us. And then there were certain people who come over and my cat would just jolt and run, you know, normally cats jolt and run usually, but sometimes my cat would stick around with certain people. So I could always like, Hmm, I could tell who has a good energy right now. And he was just full of shit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. They also like, don't they like transmute energy too? Like that's what I always understood from like different people that talk about cats and energy, right? They help transform the energy. So if there's like bad energy, they'll like sit on something and they can just transmute yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that too. I totally believe in that. I've read that somewhere as well. And I totally agree, especially with when they start purring. I mean, those vibrations though. Yes. When I meditate at night, my cat's name is Buddha. When I meditate at night, Buddha will usually come between my legs. And it's almost like he knows, it's like he feels the energy coming oh. in. I'm bringing energy down. And he's like, I want to be a part of this. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. And I love that your cat's name is Buddha. I mean, how cute is that? And, I and know, it, right? Yeah, that is super cute. And that makes sense because the cat's like, damn, this bitch is living in a high vibration. Let me, let me suck up some of these energies and add to it. You know, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> completely, completely. I was going to actually ask you, so then that's good. You did the move. Do you feel like the energy in Arizona, because I've heard from the Keshek records them talk about this before. I've heard that the energy there is very good. It is. Um, just as a, I, I completely 100% confirm, back that up. You're 100% right. Because me, you know, as I'm intuitive too, and I definitely feel the energy here. It's a lot more clear for me. I guess, I don't know if the word like clear, breathe, I can breathe. Um, I could breathe in California. California has a great energy, but Arizona definitely, I think it's because a lot of the state is very untouched. It is. Um, it's a lot of more, um, it's very wild here. Let's just say that the people are wild as fuck too, but it's been, but it's amazing though. The energy is still, is really good here. It is the, from, from the, and, and, you know, other, like, like I said, any Arizonians who listen, nah, this is not me talking shit. This is actually me saying how much I love y'all wild asses. I love it here. I really do. Cause I'm a wild bitch too. So we all can be wild here, wild, wild west in it up, up here in Arizona, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. And actually, like something we've been talking about for 2022, and I know you probably made this move a little bit before that you started, but how for us, what we're, we keep feeling and seeing, and even through numerology, it's like a year of action. And, and we do feel like that energy of people wanting, like we know a lot of people in our lives that are keep talk, or coming to us for readings and they ask about moves and changing things. Do you feel like, like maybe any advice you'd give to anybody about moving? Because it's a huge deal, especially if, I mean, you moved to a state, which is huge. You know, the United States is huge. Some people are talking about moving countries. So to like a different culture and like a different language, like what would your advice be? Or like, now that you've gone through this, like, what would you say to people to, cause you know, they know that they need to make the change, but they might be scared or, I mean, you're very intuitive. So I'm sure you follow that guidance as well. Right. Yes. You know what I would say? I would say motherfucking do it. You know why? Because think about it. For so long, we always find excuses for why not to do things. I mean, I swear to you guys, it feels like the human brain is just programmed sometimes to always find why something couldn't work out. Be more logical. Be practical. You shouldn't make a move right now. You know, it's always, always something. And I think that, like you said, with this numerology and everything being about changes and, you know, starting over and doing things in a new way, I think that we deserve to give ourselves the chance to try something new. What, regardless if we fall on our face, even if we do move, my advice is to fucking do it. If you have the money, obviously, I, my, I'm still a Capricorn son. You know me. At the end of the day, I'm not going to say, like, just ball out of control. Like, you know, like you're like some millionaire taking out loans. I would obviously suggest to do it somewhat in your means. If you technically have the savings, you technically have it, I say fucking do it. But if you have to ask, like, 4,000 different people for money just to do this, I would take that as a sign to hell no, don't fucking move. But if you actually have something and you're just like mentally talking yourself out of it, although you have the actual beans, fucking do it. Because what I've learned by taking a chance, like although I am a diehard, you know, California person, I love California and I was really kind of like 50-50 on the move, but my gut kept telling me to do it. And I, I did have the means, so it wasn't like I was like dying for change to move. But I would say this, I have noticed a huge change in me by doing it um, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So sometimes when we don't get the answers we need until we take that risk in life, like we really don't. And sometimes people are like, well, you know, I've asked spirit for 50,000 signs that this is the right move, but I'm not getting anything. And when people come to me with that, I'm like, you know why? Because spirit's advice is in the question, do it. Spirits, if, 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 if you ask spirit like 50 different times, should I move, should I move, should I move? Obviously the answer is within your question and not just that, but it's also, if you don't get an answer, sometimes it could be, well, why don't you fucking do it? That could be the literal answer. And it's in you, the next steps won't be revealed until you take action. That's how it is sometimes. Not all that. Sometimes we get a pre-warning, but sometimes if it, you're just stalling for so long, spirit will kind of force you to make that action, whatever, whether it's a move or anything, it could be like a job change or anything, even something small. It's just important that we give ourselves a chance to take some kind of action because as we know, inaction just leads to excess mental energy and excess mental energy is nothing but just free flowing anxiety. And then we're letting this free flowing anxiety take our, take control over our lives. And then we wonder why we're stuck in circles. Well, because what are we doing with all these thoughts and ideas? Are we just sitting on them? Just studying it like a scientist like what the fuck is studying our thoughts like a scientist or over analyzing it really has benefited 
benefit us in a positive way. That's how I think of things sometimes. Actually, no, I think that's, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. I think that'll help a lot of people. Cause like you say, like our, our brain, our mind will always want us to rationalize things and think of reason, or it just comes up with reasons why, like what could go wrong. Right. And what about what could go right? Like what exactly. good could have come of it? Right. Like yeah. you said, this has changed so many aspects of your life. That's amazing. I'm so happy for you. When oh, this episode so. comes out, I might be somewhere else. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> but I'm still, I'm still like, I, I'm ready almost to go, but I'm still going, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I feel it in my bones. Like I know. And so let's talk about Buddha again. I was the other day medit- doing my night meditation and I was expecting the cat to go in his usual spot. And I said, I connected with like all that energy. And I said, if I am supposed to do this, let the cat, let Buddha go to my right side, right here, a spot where he never goes. <laughs> and then I waited for a while and he went, he didn't go anywhere. He just stayed where he was. And then when I decided like, okay, I guess it's no, I guess, or, or I'm not connecting for some reason right now to the question. And then all of a sudden, when I came out of my meditation, he comes over and it goes right to my right side. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's I said so fucking cool. K- kissing up to the uterus. Ooh, I got it. I got your sign. <laughs> yes. Lucia. Yes. I'm so fucking excited for this new chapter. And you know what else? I love how you did. Um, you, you, you communicated with spirit as a way to give me a sign. That's a, that's a great way of having a back and forth dialogue with spirit. Because like when we ask them for signs, of course they want to help us. And so I love that you did that because that's a great exercise to do for anyone listening just in general, like do it like, right, like this or whatever. So it's like, right. Soon as your, soon as your ass thought, it was like, ah, okay, I didn't do it. Boom. That's how it always is, man. I'm excited for you. Thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give the deets after it's done. Okay, good, good, good. I love, I love moving in silence. That's right, girl. That's right. You move in silence. You don't tell no one your plans. That's how I always am. I don't tell no plans until after it's done. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Our grandma taught us that too. Oh, really? Damn. Wise woman. Wise. Yeah. Well, my, mom, my grandma was kind of like you. She was very psychic. But I think it was a little bit even a bit weirder because she connected with this like indigenous energy that took over, which sometimes would take over her body. Oh, like and a trance. Yeah, I guess so. But it would just like you would be there and she'd be like, let me cleanse your house for a second. And she'd be like, Whoa! all of a sudden this India would come out of her and you'd be like, oh, oh man, that's some powerful shit. Yeah, no, this is a powerful. big Italian woman who's all of a sudden moving, moving like an Indian tribe member. You're like, oh, she never moves like this. <laughs> holy i love that that she's is amazing. amazing yeah her gift was amazing it is amazing i mean she doesn't use it anymore because she's very old but yeah she, it, it was it was amazing love it love it man love it and that's why both of you ladies is still in it's like embedded in y'all's dna that's why you guys you guys wouldn't be here as we're interested in the things you are or being intuitive and both of you are very psychic. So it definitely, I've always felt it runs through generations. Some, you know, what, what I've learned. And it seems like sometimes you can be like the one feeling member, but usually it's passed down somewhere. I've learned in the, you know, somewhere in the DNA in the bloodline. Yeah. I've heard that too. So we actually wanted to ask you 
because I remember you in your, on your podcast, you talked about your alien encounter. And I remember it was a mantis being, and I don't know if there was another one, but I kind of thought it would be cool if our listeners heard your alien story and your encounter and, and all that. All right. Well, let's get fucking cozy, guys, because um, this is so whirlwind. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, um, okay. I have everything. This is probably one of the, my most vivid memories that stick out because I, the, like I said on my, um, on my podcast, this actual encounter was a real life encounter, not a dream. I only had one real life encounter, which is the one I'm going to talk about, like, like, uh, Lucy was saying about the mantis being, um, but the rest of my encounters have been through the dream state, but this is the only one that has been in my face, like actually awake in the morning time. Okay. So, all right, let's get cozy, get our popcorn out, get your water ready. I'm, you know, I can talk forever, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to make this too long though, but you know, I will, you know, get right, into the details of it. Let's right? get going. Right, right. I'll still be the detail. Like, I'm not going to be like just short, short on this thing. All right. So it started. All right. You know, I'm just joking, but uh, it must be one of those like storytellers. Like, so it's uh, April 24th, <laughs> 2015. But it seriously was April, April 24, 2015. All right. So, okay. Let me be serious, guys. All right. So it actually was April 24th. It was on tw- in 2015. And what happened was it was around, I woke up at 6.30 a.m. And this was in Maryland, by the way. Don't know if the physical location matters, but might as well just give all the details. So it was April 24, 2015. I was living in Maryland outside of Washington, D.C., that's where I was. I was born and raised outside of DC. And so, um, so I lived in Maryland at that time before moving to California. So anyway, lived in Maryland. It was 6.30 AM. Um, I remember getting up and I was laying in bed and I decided to look at some clothes, um, because my husband's birthday is May 17th. And so I said, okay, we have a trip coming. So let me order some clothes. Yes. Who the fuck wakes up in Google's clothes as soon as they get up? Obviously someone with a lot of time on their hands. So it is what it is. So anyway, I am Googling, looking at these clothes and then around maybe not too far after I get a text from my sister. So this is me being conscious awake. There's no way I woke up for the day. So I'm awake. So I get the text from my sister and I remember being like, ah, bitch, I'll get back to you later. Cause you know, I'm, I'm in the middle of adding shit into my shopping cart. So this is where things start to get weird. All of a sudden, um, as I'm, I put my phone down for one second and I remember feeling like I should go to the bathroom or something, but before I could even do that, all of a sudden, everything starts blinking red. Okay, so imagine I, and it's daylight. The sun is out. Okay? Oh my gosh, that's so scary. Thank you. Okay, exactly. So th- this is where it gets scary for me too. So there's blinking. The red blinking was in like outside window or in yes, your room. Yes, yes, exactly. It was outside. So it was blinking outside my window. So I'm thinking, you know, I'm who the fuck goes to aliens? Like their first thought. Like who the fuck does that? I definitely was not into any of that. No, stuff. you think like there's a car backing up. Right. <laughs> this is what, okay, you guys are going to laugh at what I thought it was. See, your, Lucia, that was a logical answer, but my brain, <laughs> this is where it gets funny. I'm thinking it's the fire department. That's how bright the red lights <laughs> were. Okay. Like, you know how the fire department, like it's, if someone has like a fire and it's like, you can see that, like it's bright ass red It's light, very so. bright. Yeah, that's true. So it must've been really bright then. That's how bright it was. 
that's how bright it was. And so I'm thinking it's a fire department outside my house. And I'm like, wait a minute. I just woke up for the day. I don't smell anything. Maybe it's someone next door. You know, like maybe there's a fire, you know, because I lived in an actual single family home. I wasn't in an apartment. So I knew it wasn't like some apartment building, but I just thought maybe some house across the street. I didn't put, I didn't pay too much mind to it, but I, I was getting, this is where I started getting weird about two minutes go into the blinking lights and I can, and it's daylight, but I see the red flashing lights and through my window and throughout the house. And so I'm just laying there in my bed, like, okay. And then I start to get this weird feeling. Now I'm starting to get scared. I said, oh my God, someone's in my house. I don't know how, but I can feel it. So I'm on the second floor. And I felt like, cause you know, the, obviously the, um, the door to get in is on the first floor. I felt like, I just felt like someone was going to, was coming up the stairs and I couldn't hear the footsteps, but this is just psychic shit, I guess at this point. And I could feel it. And the only thought that I had, which is just really funny, which was, oh no, I have no pants or underwear on. This is it. So they're going to come in. I don't have my fucking pants or underwear. They're going to fucking rape me or something weird. This is it. I'm going to be traumatized for life. I literally was thinking those thoughts. Like I know my brain was dark to go there, but it did. So I just remember feeling pissed. I didn't have pants on. I know that's kind of humorous, but that's all I kept thinking about was like, damn. And this is where I started to get paralyzed. So as soon as I thought of jumping out of my bed to get pants on, because I thought it was like the fire department, dude, like warning me of something. And so I, that's when I realized I couldn't move. As soon as I wanted to move, I was stuck to the bed. And I said, okay, this oh is really God. it for me. And I remember thinking, guys, I said, is this some kind of like psychotic break? I That's when I started to question my sanity. I was like, this is it. Not only am I don't have pants. Then I started questioning my sanity. I said, I'm also losing it because I'm now stuck to this bed. I'm glued to it. And then I'm like, is this some like possession? I'm either having a psychotic break. Um, those movies like in Hollywood say you're possessed or something. I was like, it's one of these things, not sure what the fuck's going on. And so while I'm laying there, guys paralyzed, mind you, as soon as I try to get up, I'm paralyzed. This is where it gets creepy. Literally scary movie shit. The door slowly opens. And I'm just laying there. Sounds like and a I, bad I, movie. Thank you. It is. It felt like it. And so Why? the door just eerily opens and I'm trying to yell, but again, I'm paralyzed. So at first I thought it was just my body. This was before I knew anything about paralyzation of the body. So it was my first, one of my first times. And so I try to yell and then nothing, you know, would come out of my mouth because you're paralyzed. That's when I was like, oh my God, I can't breathe. I, I can't like speak. And then as soon as the quote unquote thing walks into my room so this is how it was dressed up it was an all it was in like a suit like not a business suit like oh i'm a mantis being doing business here on earth let me get my business suit on like not like in a business suit i meant like a white um you know how our astronauts have those whites like you know the white astronaut nasa suits like those things like you yeah. know astronaut. Yeah. it kind of looked like that was it that it was it like bulky or fitted to the body it was bulky. Like it didn't, but it was like an astronaut, but not. And it was like, it had a silverly, like, like a, what's it called? Like a chrome holographic, like, you know, when you have like a chrome color or holograph, hologra- holographic, like yeah. color on, it kind of shines with the light. Like when it hits it, it had that kind of like color to it. it like it was shiny when it, like, it was weird. I've never seen this material ever. And so I'm thinking, okay. And I, and again, my brain was still just like frozen. And this is where everything started to get even more weirder. So once I'm, I'm, I can't breathe, I see this thing in a suit. I saw, this is where things start to add up. As soon as I saw the left arm, I'm like, wait, that's not a human arm. Even though it kind of had like a long sleeve on, like it, what a human would look like, 
it didn't have a human hand. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, things are really getting weird here. And, and then that's when I started to question, like, am I asleep? I started, I, I wanted to smack myself. I'm like, is this real? What's going on? I don't know what's real. I don't know. And then as soon as I saw the hand, I got really scared or like the arm. Cause it like, looked like a fucking green thing. He just like, like, like a, you know, like a just green and weird, just disfigured. So then I thought, oh, is this some like guy who's disfigured gonna like kill me in my house, like a serial killer? Like, again, my brain wasn't thinking alien. You remember, I was not, I wasn't like, you know what I mean? I just, my brain wasn't thinking alien. So I'm thinking like, is this some disfigured serial killer who goes after women because he's disfigured or something, you know, wants psycho shit. And so after I said that, I literally felt this calmness come over me, guys. Like a telepathic, like thought, like, like, I just had this random thought saying, like, everything's fine. And I'm like, how is this coming from me if I was just freaking out? And all of a sudden, I felt like it wasn't through words, but I could feel its thoughts. It was really, guys, I swear no sounds crazy, but it was all through um, telepathy, where I got the thought of, like, calm your shit down. Everything's fine. And, oh, guys, this is oh, one other um, detail, which was when the door was opening and, you know, as the being was standing there, being was very tall. I would say like, it, I don't know how it could fit. Like, I think the regular doorway is what, like six feet, maybe five feet, five and a half feet. Like that, I think like probably six, six feet. feet. Yeah. So, but when like, I don't know how it got in because it felt more taller than the doorway, but I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, you know, at this point I'm like, I can't, I can't use my logic anymore. So, but here's where it gets even more interesting. After it calmed me down, I looked, I, I was looking at it and all of a sudden it had this square slash rectangular device in its hands. And it was like silverly, silver, I said silverly, but silverish, if that's even a word, it was like silver. It was a silver color. Yeah, silver, but basically. Like a remote or, control or something? No, it wasn't that skinny. I would say it was like boxy. It was a big, it, it, it was a boxier kind of thing. It was a, a big, like, it was like, a, what can I, hmm. Like, would you compare it to like an iPad or a phone or like Yeah, I, okay. You know what I'll compare it to? You know, like our iPhone, you know, the box that our iPhones are, when we get a new iPhone, that little yes. iPhone square yes. box. Okay, that yes. size, but all um. gray all gray silver, but it wasn't even gray. It felt silver. It was like a shiny silver. And so it was holding this device. And as soon as I looked at it, this is where everything just, this is, this is it. This is the end of the story. Basically after it told me to calm down and after, then that's when I saw the device. Then I don't remember anything after it. As soon as I saw the square thing, that was it. And my, what I came to my conclusion was this, that's some men in black shit. You know, men in black where they had the little, the little yes. pen thing that you just like zoom and then you get your, your memories erased. That's the best way mm. I can describe. I mean, obviously it wasn't like that small, like men in black literally, but I'm just thinking, what are the odds that I have no memory after that? I literally, as soon as I looked at the square thing, it was like an awkward one, maybe five seconds of like silence. And then I don't remember anything. And then the next thing I know, when I looked at my phone, it's like eight something. And so... I'm like, okay. That is a lot of time. You said it was like 6.30 or something? Yeah. You need to do a hypnosis session to see if you can access those that memory. Yeah, it was like, I don't remember like how much time went by. Like, I swear to God, it was something like along those lines. And I'm just thinking here like, okay, you know what I mean? And, and it, it just, it was weird. Hold on, I'm trying to think, was it like a... No, I don't think it was like literally like two hours. I'm jumping, the, I'm jumping the gun here. I think it was like, it felt, you know what it felt like to me? It felt like a few minutes, the feeling. Yeah. But I think when I look back at my phone with my sister's messages, it felt 
it, it, it was way longer than how it felt. So it was like a disconnect. Like it felt like three minutes, but it turns out it was like a little bit longer than that. I don't think I might've got the timing wrong. It doesn't feel like two hours went by. It might've been like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe an hour. I have to recheck my notes, but I just, but I'm just going off my own memory bank right now. But I do remember the time fucking didn't make sense, guys. It did not. And I have this, and, and you guys are gonna laugh at me. I thought about hypnosis, but now I, I have, I have a fear of it, man. It's like, I don't want to like unleash, I don't want to unleash my control over my oh, brain. Right. But at the same time, I understand. I think, I don't know if this phobia is from, because I don't, it's like, I want to know, but then it's like, I already know, but then I don't want to know the details in case it's like, you know what I mean? Like, weird. Right. And it's like, I've had, and and that was my only in-person that I can actually, like when I was wide awake in the middle, you know, in the morning kind of thing, every other experience I've ever had or any kind of thing has been through the dream state. That was the only real one. I've had dreams of myself on other planets. I've had dreams of octopus aliens. I've had dreams of lobster ones. Uh, what's up with this? What's up with the fucking um, half sea sea creature? In yeah, I it's animals like, I don't yeah. And it's like, I've, I've had, um, I've had dreams of, of an alien that was like made of plasma. I've had dreams of ships. I've had dreams of big motherships. I've had dreams of being paralyzed in and on mountains with the mothership over me. So it's like, those are the dream parts. So I'm like, okay, I'm putting two to two together here, right? Something is obviously going on with my ass, you know? And I remember when I was really younger guys, I would have this fear of, um, being pregnant or having a kid, even at age six. And I wouldn't understand where it came from, but I would have dreams when I was younger about like medical stuff, you know? And that's, and and, then it's like, I was thinking now as an adult, like, I wonder if it was some kind of like, you know, certain gray species can take your eggs and things, even at a young age, it's crazy. And so I used to have these weird phobias as a child about like being taken or I'm um, someone gonna come get me. I would have these weird phobias, especially with, like I said, with pregnancy specifically, I would really be scared as a child, which is weird, you know, to have that phobia. I was like, mom, can you get pregnant without having sex? She's like, why are you asking this? You're like <laughs> 70 years old, you know? Aww. Yeah, and it's just, uh, it was a very weird existence for me, but now as an adult, I'm just kind of, you know, with all of my wild dreams of, I've had dreams of being, like I said, on different planets. I even had a dream on a space station before, or like I said, in, in ships. And I've seen the skies. I've been up in the sky in a ship before in dreams. So while that was my only technical in person, but I, I really intuitively feel like my dreams are also telling another parts of the story of what's happening, maybe on some other kind of astral level, maybe, or something like that. And so I'm just some bitch here just trying to put the pieces together. And um, technically, Lucia, you're right. I know hypnosis would probably do it for me, but there's a part of me that's still holding back. And it's just like, maybe a part of me doesn't want to know for whatever traumatic reason. But, um, and, you know, so now I've just kind of accepted my alien kind of experiences in my life. You know, I can officially say that I am a contactee and even one of my spirit guides, Zalo, is an interdimensional being. So it's kind of funny that, uh, you know, but I didn't, I didn't put two and two together. You know, I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. One of my spirit guides is like some, some random blob from a constellation. I say blob because he doesn't have like a figure. He's just a blob of energy. That's how I see him. Um, but although they've been surrounding me my whole life, I don't know, you know, I feel like uh, if you were to ask me, like, do I know all the alien species? Shit, if I know, you know, I'm like, I don't, what's weird for me is like, 
these things happen to me, but I've never looked into like, all right, guys, let me study all the alien races. Like I can't name all the alien races. I'm just some lady who experiences it, you know, but, um, I just know some of them and like the blue ones I've seen blue looking ones just in my dreams. Um, but again, dreams are gateways, right? So yeah, it's just been, um, you know, It's like a part of me feels nuts while talking about this. It took me so many years to even talk about, um, you know, like, like Lucia, like you said, when you heard it on my podcast, it took me so long just to even talk about my experience and experiences, whether from that experience through the dream state, you know, experience, um, both of them, because I've always felt weird. I've always felt like when I try to talk about it, I would get the strong feeling to not talk about it. And usually I'm very outspoken. And so, but when it comes to this, I get very weird. And I think it's because it's something that I'm still trying to process and understand, but it's also like, um, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who, who maybe even been listening now, who maybe have one of these weird dreams or even maybe an in-person experience like I've had. And it does make you feel crazy. It does make you second guess things. And so I've been trying to look into like, I know it's going to sound funny, but like UFO alien support groups, because it's like getting weird for me. So I'm like, that's really cool. Yeah, are so I'm are trying. they available? Like, is, that, is it like a thing? It is a thing, guys. It actually is. I've been I've been looking into it. You know, they got some. Um, I'm not far from New Mexico, where I live in Arizona. I'm actually in eastern Arizona, so I'm not too far from uh, New Mexico. Actually, I was actually thinking of doing a road trip to Roswell just for the fun of it. You know, let's see Ooh. what happens to my energy out there. I thought about documenting, like, oh, is my energy going to zap the fuck out? Well, they <laughs> didn't. Did you know that they didn't land in Roswell? They land in Corona. Really. Yes, but the stuff was shipped to Roswell because the base was there. Interesting. Corona. Corona. Oh, I just got it. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh, my. You know what? Hey, hey girls, let me say it again. If you didn't catch it the fourth or fifth time, I think apparently the count is called Corona. What are the odds? That. Is I found hard. out from Cosmic Disclosure on Gaia, like I love that show. And so there's this one guy called Richard Doty, Doty, I think his name is. And he worked on those bases and he worked that case. And it's so fascinating to hear. And two species, lit. they found two species in that crash and even one and two. And one of them died and the other even went to the base and they actually communicated with even. And they tried to get him to explain, or her, I don't know, I think they didn't, didn't have, a, like, a he or she. But they tried to get it to explain, like, how to reverse engineer everything so they could use it to their favor. And, and the, the being ended up dying, like, I don't know if it was depleted because it didn't eat the way we do and all right. these other complicated things, right? Holy. So, yeah. well, okay, so I'm going to ask you something, all right? This yeah. is what, like, I feel, Okay. Okay. Is it possible that you have some sort of a device that helps you communicate better with Zalo? How do you you pronounce his name? Yeah, Zalo, yeah. Is it possible you have some sort of a device that you communicate with Zalo and it needed to be checked on by one of his guys? Like you know, his scientific funny. or technical team. No, you're you're on something because I never said this <laughs> to anyone. Um, on my right arm, there is a fucking huge like lump, and no no doctor, no nothing said I don't know what it is, but there is something weird in my right arm, and it hurts to the touch. Not even like I can't get massage there, nothing. And so my husband always says, "You have an implant." I really believe it, and it's funny. I swear to God, that's, that's what I'm feeling. That's so funny you said that because I thought this. My husband always said it. And I do have this, um, 
my 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 right arm. I'm touching it now. This is like a fucking like there's something in it. It's it feels kind of hard and it's it, it hurts to the touch. Like I can't put too much pressure on it. My whole life. This actually this lump only formed when I was in late elementary school. So again kind of goes with that. Remember when I was saying earlier about like me feeling weird as a child and having weird dreams and things. And, uh, and what are the odds around that time now thinking about it? That's, I wasn't born with this thing on my arm. That's what's funny. I was fine in my first years of life. It wasn't until like sixth grade, fifth, sixth grade, sixth grade is going into middle school. So around that time. So I actually intuitively feel like you're right. Um, I do believe there is something that they do visit me for. And I will also have to say the changes that I've noticed after after that 2015, I was going to ask you, cause it looks like it feels exactly. like I'm saying look like, cause I'm, it's like, I'm kind of seeing it a little bit. It looks like, and it feels like they didn't upgrade with the, the system that they're functioning to help communicate with you, but in other individuals around the world that they're also utilizing for a form of communication to help humanity in some sort of a way that's their way. Right. Yeah. I, I completely agree with what you're saying. I completely agree because it ha it has to, because what I've noticed after that experience and, um, was that my psychic abilities increased. So that's actually one of the, so it's kind of funny. You said that literally you're on it because that's exactly, this, oh. you're good. You're good. What's your next problem? Always. Come on V, give me your next problem. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I love exactly. So you're right. You're, you're fucking spot on girl. Cause that's exactly what happened. As soon as, um, after this happened, I started having more out-of-body um, experiences, not with aliens, just random stuff, just leaving my body and traveling out of my roof, like things like that, no alien stuff. But I would, um, I'd have more out-of-body experiences. I would, my psychic abilities increase. Oh, and you know what, you know what, you want an interesting random symptom of, of what happened after that um, contact experience was I started getting new allergies that I never had ever in my life. So that's also, I don't know if that's just um, that experience, but I started to be more sensitive to metals. Um, you know, like I, I've like, I use all kinds of jewelry. So, you know, I'm like, oh no, I can't use certain jewelries anymore. You know, um, it metals, was the metals. Wow. And, and then it was um, right after that, it was, con I went to the doctor. He's like, now you have contact dermatitis. So it's like sensitive with chemicals and certain laundry detergents. It was really a lot of chemicals, whether it's in the metals, laundry detergent, um, the littlest things now can set off my allergic reactions. But I never used to be one of those uh, allergic people. I, I remember when I was younger, but like, every time I see one of those people, I'm like, y'all just too extra. But now I am that extra bitch. And now I'm like, wow, it only happened. It started to occur for me after that experience. And now to this day, I still have those allergies. Um, it's still, it literally just popped up this week, actually, ironically, not thinking about it, but having bad allergic reactions and shit. But that could be mm -hmm. probably one of two things. Either there's a, there's, there is a new device and your body's reacting to it and what you aren't able to deal with harms it. It's like a oh, I think about that. Right? That makes sense. Yeah, that actually does make sense. But then also, I think I feel like there's a there's a there's there's they come with radiation, like they have their own radiation that our bodies can't handle very well. So I think that in the short term, maybe you could have yeah you know, felt like you wanted to vomit after maybe always oh, like the fear. But I feel like you might have felt like you're vomit or nauseous or you didn't feel very in line with your body for the first few days. I think that thing that they wear. Is to help the radiation so they don't hurt us. Oh, that makes sense. I didn't even think about that. See, that's why I'm glad I'm talking about it with someone else other than myself because that makes so much sense. I never thought about that because you're right. 
Um, it is reported that they always have the radiation. It always is known when they come to this planet. Many people get radiation burns if you're near a UFO thing. It is a real thing. You're right. They get I burns? I didn't know about that. Yeah. Wow. Some people, I've read that um, if you're around- like Without touching it, you mean? Without oh. touching. Yeah. Certain people can, um, wow. when, when the energy just radiating. Yeah. I've seen it from different uh, UFO ships. I was reading this uh, book about it, about UFO ships and how there are certain cases where it would fly overhead and certain people would get burned or the grass areas would get kind of like burned or it looks like someone landed there. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of that radiation shit's no joke, like even off the ship and off their bodies. So damn, I never uh, put two and two together with my own reactions to that. Cause it's an, <laughs> out, an otherworldly thing, you know, it's, so, it's hard. Like you're probably just looking at it from a place of like the fear that, I mean, you felt it happened. We had no pants on. There's a sense of like, like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. like, he obviously saw you in your tidy whities and then erased your memory. Right. Like that's all I had. The only thing they left me with a memory was like, for some reason, like visual, we'll at least let you remember that you, you had this experience. So you don't think you're crazy, but we're not going to let you remember everything else. But they remembered me freaking out about me not having no pants and shit on. So that's the only thing I got in with their little device. It was a big, it's like a square silver, silver device, rectangle slash square. So I'll never forget it. And that's the last thing. And then after that, my memory was zapped and I've had many of dreams where I would look at a ship and then I would just get paralyzed. I can I actually get paralyzed in some of my dreams when I see UFO ships in my dreams. So there's a correlation between paralyzation I've noticed. And I was going to ask you about that. Do you think the paralyzation is for them? They they must put it upon the person so that the person doesn't like react because they know they're going to come from a place of fear. Do you think that's why that happened to you? I really think so. I really can't think of, because imagine us trying to fight and, and use all of our mm-hmm. mental energy and fighting. I think since they obviously have the energy technology to just kind of like, Ooh, let's shut this human down, like pressing a button and just shut our asses down somehow. So I do, Lucia, you're, I, I absolutely agree with that. Um, it has to be so we don't freak out too much. And also like that mind control, like it's just Literally. Like controlling the situation. Maybe that's also where like psychologically for you, the whole hypnosis thing is a little bit freaky. It's you somehow having to give up your control in some way. And that's scary. Right. Like, exactly. It's all gone. Yeah. So it's like, I've been struggling with the idea and it's like, I also get a psychic impressions from my own spirit guides. Like bitch, you already know the truth, but I'm like, yeah, but sometimes I want to know the details. And it's like, it's not like my spirit guides or my spirit people are against it. They're just like, Hey, it's up to you. I just have it. I have to personally on a personal emotional level have to get to that point. If I ever want to, yes, psychically, I do feel like shit does happen to me all the time, especially these dreams. I don't really, they feel like memories. I can, I, I remember almost all of my dreams and they don't feel like dreams, but you know, I don't have any proof for the dreams, but I mean, I don't know if it's really real, but it feels like it, you know, and seeing different planets and being taken away in ships and seeing the moon and seeing like Mars. I, I've seen so much shit, you know, at least that in the makes so much sense. Like your art, when I look at your social media account and just the art is like so beautiful because you create your own art but that makes sense if this is kind of like the the world that you're living in at moments right it it really coincides with that 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 vision that artwork right I try to recreate some of them yeah sometimes I'm like half my artworks is usually just recreations of shit I've seen and then other times I'm just inspired literally channeled in the moment and but think about it where does all channeling really come from it comes from some higher consciousness and higher form of ourselves and of, of you know the cosmos anyway so everything i even believe the imagination is not random it derives from someplace as well so 
Um, yeah, Agreed. man, there's levels to this shit. <laughs> hey, I have a question for you because I keep getting this feeling to ask you, okay, so you, you recall some part of what happened to you in 2015, but is there a possibility that there was some kind of experience like this before then that you really don't remember at all? I a hundred billion percent feel that way like and always felt before, that way. Yeah. I've always felt that my whole life. Something, there was a lot of things in my childhood that just, even at night, didn't add up. And I, you know, again, I never have proof, but yeah, Lorraine, you're absolutely right. I've always felt like this was the, for some reason, maybe something switched in 2015 where you're like, you know what, this bitch needs to start remembering because I'm thinking of my life at that point in a personal sense that it all makes sense now in the bigger picture that in 2015, after that happened, I've really started focusing on the path of psychic stuff and like really opening. I mean, in 2011, 2012, I was already reading metaphysical books, but I was randomly drawn to it. No one, everyone in my family is like Catholics and normal, you know, quote normies. So it's like, no one's like thinking of like metaphysics and other books, you know, in my household or in general, but I was always weird. I was always the different one in my whole family, but I've always, um, I was drawn to the metaphysical stuff around 2011, but 2015, but I wasn't going to do anything with it. I never even wanted to be a psychic. I never even had the idea. I mean, I knew I had the gift, but I was like, nah, I have other shit I want to do with my life. That's just something I just, I always thought, oh, I'm just good at picking up or knowing stuff. And I just would laugh at it, but I had no intention on doing it for a profession at any of those years. So 2015 comes, still had no intention to be a psychic as a profession, right? And, um, but I'm telling you, after that experience, I just felt more called. Like I said, my gifts got stronger and I just felt more called to go down this path. And now I'm thinking if they didn't kind of shock my ass, I wonder if I would, would I even be on this path right now? Would I even put myself out there? Would I even, not like giving all the inlays credit, sorry, fuck no. I'm also giving myself credit, sorry. Y'all, of course. you know, I mean, yeah. people like, I believe God uses anyone, whether it's an alien, a spirit, an angel, you guys, humans, Lorena, you, Lucia, everyone I believe is a tool to help us on our path. You know, any experience, any conversation, I do believe it's all beneficial. And I do think that without that kind of shocking me, that experience, I really believe that really helped me stay on this path. Cause I don't think that, cause like I said, I never took the psychic shit seriously. I knew I had to get my whole life, but I'm like, eh, I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to do some fun with my life. I'm going to do something like this. You know, I had no intentions on use helping. I mean, I wanted to help people, but in a different way, I just didn't see it as a psychic. I just, anyone, if someone would have told me at that age, you'd be a psychic. I'm like, please, bitch, please. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, I know <laughs> I got the gift, but I'm not taking this seriously. And that's how I used to live my life, not taking it seriously. And I think maybe that experience helped me to take like, man, bitch, you really are out here in outer space doing some weird shit. So maybe you should start taking this stuff seriously. I really believe that really helped me to become more focused on the path because it forced me to look up more shit. After that happened, I was really Googling, you know, really looking up books and like, okay, i got to look up abductees. And I'm, that's when I started to compare like in contrast, like different other people's experiences. And I've noticed that if you Google abductee experiences or just contactee experiences a lot. The main thing is the paralyzation in the beginning. They, and I'm like, okay, so I'm not. That's the most common thing, right? Like that's what I always heard. And the other thing that Christos had said when we interviewed him was when you talk about aliens, you're usually going to hear the word time. You remember that? Yeah. And she talked about her time. Like there's this chunk of time where she's like, always a thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm just like, where the fuck? I'm like, it, it, for me, it felt like five minutes, but the time, like, and, and that's like, I actually had a dream a couple weeks ago where, um, I was, uh, there's this big mothership <laughs> as always. Right. And this is where it gets interesting. Even time in the dream, this is what's weird. It just felt so real. I was with these group of people. We all got some message to meet in this big green field with mountains around us. And we look at this person and we're like, this don't feel right. I feel like we're being set up. I thought I was being scammed in the dream, but it turns out the person's face started to glitch. And I said, wait, you're not even human. And once we all started to think that it revealed itself as an alien. And then we were trying to run away and escape and get to the, to get to the main point of story about the time, which was some girl escaped the mountain enclosure we were in. It was a big enclosure. Like there was fences, like, and, and uh, like they were studying us. Like we were like fucking animals. Like that's what it felt like. Like, you know, how you just study like like animals in a zoo. It's like a big yeah. fence around a big zoo. But instead it's like it was Hunger like, Games or something in a way. Seriously, Hunger Games <laughs> shit, literally. And so yeah, I know, wild brain, right? And so this is where it gets interesting. Some girl escapes and she's like, B, you know that six days have gone by. I finally escaped. She came back to the enclosure and was like, Y'all been here for six days. And I said, How? It felt like it's been like a couple hours. And that was Whoa. just in a dream, it was told to me like that. Isn't that weird? Even that in a dream. Weird. Wow. Well, they're obviously not just quote unquote dreams, right? That's they're what I was always thinking. I'm like, there's I've always believed that. And it's just like, I never felt, you know, comfortable. Like just on my podcast recently, I've been trying to like share my dreams. I write down all my dreams, obviously, you know, and um, I've been trying to have a little dream series where I'm like, let me just say my dreams to put it out there. Maybe someone else in this world has had a weird dream or similar dream. Cause you know, I've had, I've had a dream where someone was trying to take my memories. <laughs> Isn't that crazy guys? Yes. Like someone was in the back of my neck. There's this thing in the back of my neck in one of my dreams and they tried to, uh, insert something or take something out. It's literally in the back of my neck. And it, it's, it was something about memories and me trying to say, you're not going to take my memories and something like that and fight arguing with someone about memories. So yeah, let's just say that I could probably create a sci-fi just off my dreams. Oh my God. I love it. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's, it's, an experience. it's something you're experiencing. Like this is part. Yeah. So yeah, I asked you about that. Like if you felt like it was before, because I definitely am feeling that when I'm talking to you, it feels like that was just one of those experiences. And, and when did you start connecting with Zalo? Like you were talking about 2015, but when in that timeline of your life, did that start oh to become gosh. like a thing? You know what? He really started to come through in, let's see here. 2016, 17. It wasn't that long ago, actually. Now, now I'm starting to really think, guys. See, I never see, I just live my life like not fucking like reflecting on shit because now I'm really <laughs> now I'm really like adding the timeline. It was just like in 2018. Not that much 20, after, right? Yeah, it was not far after. So it was like 2015 the experience happened, and then 2018. And yeah, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, it is kind of funny because when I, he popped up out of nowhere in my life when I, um, in 2018, it just felt like, uh, I had a new spirit guide on my team or whatever. I just, you know, I just put him to, I just assigned him the role of a spirit guide, but it should he be an alien guy, but I know all of our spirit guides can be aliens. They could be animals. They could be whatever, basically, you know, but, yeah. um, 2018, yeah. he was new and I was like, okay, it's kind of rare for a spirit guide to 
enter your, your thing at this, at this rate. So I was like, okay, I'll accept it. But the messages, the energy was so different from my other guides. It was so different. And that's when he's like, I'm interdimensional. And he was talking about, he's just from a constellation. He's just like a nebula. Like that was the energy. He's like, I'm just like a nebula, like, like a nebula energy, like the energy of a star or nebula, but it's like from a constellation and showing me image. Cause you guys know I'm clairvoyant. So I see everything through images. And so, yeah. but he was very scientific, very technical, um, very, uh, just, just helping me out actually. And in, in a lot of practical ways, I mean, I, these last couple of years really improved thanks to him. And also, well, me listening, I mean, no one can do the work for you. Right. So just me being open to listen to his ass, but damn, now thinking about it, what are the odds guides? He came after a couple of years after that experience. Hmm. I don't think it's a coincidence. I don't think it is either. Uh, yeah. I also don't think it's a coincidence that you move where you move now because the energy there is especially connected with alien beings. Right. And I felt such a strong pull to come out here. Like it was so strong that like, I just, I couldn't control it. Like I just have to. And I realized I did a lot of um, road trips to Arizona anyway. So it's like my energy was already drawn out here, but that's why now that I'm here, it just feels even more like intense. And, um, now that I've been out here, I've been having um, my phone now short circuits out. Like my electric, like uh, my electricity's weird um, with my phone. I my phone just randomly stops working now. I've noticed it only happened like twice already since I've been out here. Um, so yeah, and 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 it's like weird because my husband has the exact same phone model. We both have AT and T, same thing, same exact phone, and his. We're right next to each other, and mine just stops stops working, and I have to call AT and T for hours. And like, we can't, we don't know what it is, and it's just like, and like, <laughs> literally, what happened? He he told me the AT and T guys, it's like there's a ghost in your phone, and I laughed, like you don't even oh know my profession, you know. And I'm like, well, that doesn't help AT and T, but thanks. But there really is a ghost in <laughs> my phone, and they don't even know that I'm like I'm a psychic medium who deals with like spirits and shit. So I just thought that was ironic. But that's the yeah. kind of shit that happens to me now, where it's just like random stuff. And um, also with my nervous system, guys, my nervous system is just shocked. Like it's uh, I've noticed all my life I've always had nerve issues or nerve problems. So my nervous system is really um different, or I don't know what the word would be. It's very uh sensitive. So that is something that's physical that I've noticed as well throughout my whole life. But especially over these last like seven to 10 years has been really, my nervous system has really been, and not like in a like, oh my God, because you stressed out, you got anxiety. Is that why your nerves are, you know, struck? But not completely <laughs> complete anxiety, but I could just be chilling and just feel weird um, electrical things. Like it, it's just mm-hmm. interesting. So while um, yeah, I sound sure. fucking insane, you know, saying this shit, that's why I always like, I've always felt, um, literally psycho talking about this stuff because i'm like no one's this always sounds so weird so out there they're gonna lock me up or something but this is who i am you know and i've gotten to a point now as an adult where i'm like fuck it you know it's just like who am i to hold back this is my reality my truth you know and ever since sharing there has been people who come forward and maybe someone hearing this may have similar you know experiences because i know for i just know in my soul i'm not the only one who's had these you know obviously we read so many accounts like you know and they feel just as crazy as i do you know and um it it is a crazy experience because it does because there's no proof technically you know what i mean like there's no real proof unless like I said, like my husband always says, he's like, you need to get the um, the implant stuff checked out. So I, that's something I can probably do. I, it's I'll so cool that it. he's so open. Like you can talk to him about that. That's, I know, that, right? Not, not I know. everyone I'm, has that. Seriously, I'm very, and, and, and you know what's funny? He never remembers his dreams. And over this last year, he's been having dreams. And he says, sometimes it's of, of me and him on like a space space shuttle or something. And he oh never- 
Yeah, he's extremely logical. So he's like, this is new for me, babe. And it's like, and he never remembers his dreams. And all of a sudden, this last couple months, last year, he's been remembering them. And some of them have been in space with me. So I'm like, damn, dude, I guess I'm taking you with me out here. Earth earth lovers and space lovers. I love it. Zesty, spicy as a motherfucker. I love it. (laughs) We're doing like a soap opera, like a space earth soap opera. We're space cross lovers found each other again on earth yes <laughs> i love oh that. my god maybe you can write the story you know what honestly that's what he always tells me he, he's like you should just because i write everything down guys everything every every vision even if i'm in a psychic reading and i see a vision i'll write it down if i'm just wow. you know sitting here and if i see something pop up i'll write it. if in a dream i'll write it so basically you guys Lorena, you're on it. Cause my next, I think it, I just have to write something. I have always been gifted with the gift of gab. Obviously, you know, I could talk, but even with writing as well, <laughs> I'm a, I love writing. And so I'm thinking it's either going to be some kind of book. I don't know if it's going to be fiction or nonfiction. I guess I could just write it under quote unquote fiction, but I don't know. I thought about, um, all of these things that I've seen and shit and experienced. I don't know. I think it could be, I could write about it and who knows. I love it. Based yeah, on a true story. A Literally based on a true story, literally. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. I actually have to thank you because the last time I think it was that you were on the the podcast, I had asked you at one point if there was some sort of um, being a race that I could connect with better. And you told me that I was already connecting to an Octorian energy. um, And then... I I went with it. I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna actively. Apparently, I was channeling it already. I was just mi- mixing it with the Akashic records in a way, right? So I was like, okay, I'm gonna actively try to figure out which energy is which, right? And and connect with it. And now I literally go and I visit. I visit him, <gasps> like in meditative state. I go and I visit it, and I'll ask him questions. And I'm like, I'm not comfortable talking about our conversation, everything. So like, I we created a little space, which is like a Patreon where I just share like my communications with him because I'm not like, like you, I'm not ready to like tell every, like everyone. (laughs) Right. I know exactly how that feels. Oh my gosh. But first of all, how awesome is that, that you guys have your own little, like the way that you're able to, you know, communicate with him. And I love that you save it for your Patreon because I love that. I think Patreon's great because it just really sets that really private, intimate space where it's yeah. just like, look, if you're really about this life, really about this shit, y'all gonna fucking subscribe to Lucia's and Lorena's motherfucking Patreon and enjoy this good <laughs> shit. You know, that's how I see it because True. that is so awesome. And I'm really glad that you're able to even um, develop a relationship because I teach psychic development every day, all the time. And you know what I always tell people? I so you, right? Oh, oh shit. Yeah, exactly. Hello. Right. <laughs> you did i'm like so much like so like i don't even know what month that was it felt like it was like 20 years ago that was a while ago it was yeah it was a while ago but it was so helpful and and i sent people your way because i definitely feel like it was so it was so good to experience that with you but i feel like oh my god my ears are ringing holy crap um lorraine is experiencing it (laughs) lucia What the heck? Um, That was really loud. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Um, But yeah, I definitely send people your way because I think you have like a a beautiful gift. Like people should definitely like lean on somebody like you that can help them find it, like find a way to do it their their own way, you know, like be authentic to themselves. Yeah, I totally, I totally, exactly. Thank you so much. It's so sweet. And yeah, and I was always like, 
like, like I always tell everyone that, like I was telling um, Lucy about the communication, the more we actually just take the time to communicate with them, like we talk to a friend every day or every other day, the more it builds a connection. If you just yeah. talk for one moment and you're like, oh, I didn't get anything. So I'm gonna just leave it and just procrastinate and never talk to them for like another week until they show up for me. You have to actively engage just as you would getting to know someone new. Yeah. Like yeah. I always use this example. That's literally like, what he said to me that we, no, that we need to create a relationship and begin to understand each other because he needed to understand me as much as I needed to understand him. And that eventually we could start working together. But for now it's almost like we're becoming acquainted and I can ask him questions if I want, but he literally puts a limit. Like I will ask what your questions, but like, okay, I think that you have had enough for the, like the energy. I think that we're, let's leave it at that. So he'll literally put boundaries. boundaries. For the yeah. That's, <laughs> that's some alien spirits. All right. That's how Zala is. He's very like short to the point, you know, there's really like yes. not much like, like there's a difference between like the angelic realm where it's like, I feel like it's a slight difference where the angel, the angels where it's like, Huh, not completely huh, but it's like long, longer, long winded, more. Yes, sh- I know exactly what you're messages. talking about. See, you, yes. I knew you would because you just that bitch, both you guys. So <laughs> I knew y'all would get it. And so, you know, <laughs> the angels, where it's like more longer, more longer channel messages, is all about the emotions with them and making us, you know, transmuting our emotions. I always felt like archangels and angels are great for deep healing and really healing us, uplifting this collective consciousness, healing the bullshit. But when it comes to certain alien species, like, like Lucy, as you see, it's like they're very short to the point like nah bitch cut off like you had like five thousand drinks you're cut off yeah cut off yeah not like completely and then, cut yeah off, but- and there's also stuff that like he won't say because it might change t- my timeline or me telling someone else will mm-hmm. change more timelines so they're like they're they're looking at so many different things that we don't even think about so fucking true so true and i loved how you said it where it's like leaving stuff out so it doesn't impact our timeline that is so true it's so true because if we knew everything i mean what was the kind of point of coming here you know i sometimes think about it when we're all thirsty to know the future but i mean like and this is coming from a psychic medium you know i'm like yeah but i mean like when we're too thirsty for knowing the future like it defeats the purpose of being as humans to evolve through our current present moment. Everything is built off the present moment. So it's like, you know, it's, I think it's just about like, sometimes it's good to not know. Sometimes it's good to just uh, experience something and see how this timeline will unfold. But the beautiful thing is thanks to free will, we can pretty much change a lot of shit in our timeline. Amen. Thank you. I think people, I think we forget sometimes that we have free will and all of a sudden it's destiny or this is what's supposed to happen. It's like, well, your free will plays a huge part in what's actually going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I always try to remind people of that in sessions. Like, you know, you can change this, right? Like, yeah, I may see you and your boo breaking up or you looks like shit ain't going too well, but technically it's up to you. It depends on the, and you know what I think when it comes to two people in a relationship, Sorry, this is so off topic, but not really. It's kind of random, but not. But hey, maybe someone listening might benefit. But when it's two people in a relationship, right? And it's like, let's say the question was, how can, um, where do you see this relationship going, V? Or where do you see this relationship going, Spirit? And now if you know what you're doing and you're saying, well, I'm doing everything to make sure this relationship works. I've been being patient. I've been working on self-love. Like let's say the person asking the questions, but doing all these things, but they're like, but why is my relationship still shitty with this guy or this person? And so usually that is because the other person's energy and effort is not on the same wavelength as yours. And when that energy is kind of not as compatible or resonating on the same wavelength, 
it won't manifest into what you think you, you're doing for you and your personal timeline and your personal journey you're doing. But two people need to equally have to be in it or have an equal intention for it, the relationship to manifest on a better level, right? If both people say, you know what? let's say the other partner is like, yeah, I do want this to work. I really love you. And you know what? I am sorry. I really blah, 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 blah. And so if that strong enough intention, not only just saying it, because people say shit all the time. Oh, I want this. I want that. That exactly, sounds good. But the but action like, doesn't. There's no, nothing. Yeah. If, yeah. If there's a misalignment, then it ain't that shocking that the relationship is the way it is. No kind of magical wand in the sky is going to fix something that someone doesn't want to fix themselves. No matter who you go to as an intuitive or just even just asking this, not just about going to a reader, but just a person just asking this question to themselves, like, why is my relationship improving when I've been doing all the right things? And sometimes it could be, you know, it could be a few things like your partner may not be as committed to the changes as you are, or it could be usually the biggest sign that maybe it's time to let go. Could just, you know, a lot of people don't want to always, that's Amen. the hardest option to face. It's the hardest option yeah. to face is all of us. And I get it. If we want to try to fix it before we have to force to let go of someone. And that's totally understandable. But the beautiful thing about free will is, hey, you never know if, uh, you know, anything can change. And I just think it's so freeing. And like you said, sometimes when we're wrapped up in our emotions and we're wrapped up in the daily grind and we're just feeling like nothing ever changes, it's hard to feel that free will. It's hard to feel like, oh yeah, I can change this. But then of course it requires some kind of effort and some kind of, you know, accountability and, you know, things that are actions. Most importantly, one small step. No one is asking you to like travel up to, you know, the highest of mountains and meditate and do all this extra shit. We're just asking you to do something practical, something small and practical. I usually find that small practical actions lead to major changes in our lives, but they're small practical actions, not large ones. Like, all right, I'm just gonna, um, I want to lose weight. So I'm going to throw out everything in my house, even though you have no money to refill your refrigerator up. Like yeah. that's not that practical, but you know, it's uh, but I, I, we, you know, we love your intention, but you know, reel it in, <laughs> reel it the fuck in, you Maybe know, realistic, <laughs> right. Realistic with where we're at and where we want to go. Right. Exactly. The exactly. reality. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that goes back to what you were saying at the way beginning when we started talking, it's talking about relationships, right? It's sometimes we imagine the worst case scenarios instead of like, what could, could come of this relationship that's not working anymore. Like me letting go of this and, and purging this could leave more room for something better. So, you know, yeah. we're always going to go to that worst case scenario many times. I've actually had this conversation with someone and I said, I actually, actually like after I go through um, like a grieving process, when I end something with, with like, for example, a relationship or a friendship, I usually get excited. <laughs> I, I'm a little weird, but I get excited because I'm like, oh, I wonder what amazing, even more of an improvement I'm, am I going to meet bump into now? Because I know that I've progressed and maybe that person hasn't progressed towards where I'm going. And I'm about to bring in that person that does level out with me, right? That can meet up with me in that same level. And I always know that. So I get excited. I'm like, Ooh, well this person, yeah, they're, they can't get to where I am. So let me move on. And awesome. This person that can level out with me is coming in and that just makes me super excited. I'm like, Ooh, I wonder what it's going to be like. Oh, see, that is, <laughs> I love that. Lucy. I love that because that's such 
a good mentality, like an attitude to have, because when we let go, we always, again, like, like Lorena was saying, our brains are like focused on what we're losing, which is a negative side. But why can't we channel that energy and say, instead of focusing on what we're losing, let's focus on all the fun possibilities, of what we're going to be gaining, like what by, by letting this go or letting the situation or person go. There's so many beautiful options. Like, and like you said, and just recognizing how much growth you did to even take that leap of faith. And I think we're not taking the time to celebrate our small positive actions, even when it comes to letting go. We're not being excited for ourselves. We're like, oh, I had to let go. I mean, of course, we're going to feel sad. That's normal. But we need to give ourselves that space. Be like, you know what? But I'm proud of myself for doing this because 10 years ago, I would never be in this position to do it. So it's like having that reflective moment to say, I did something I know my past self couldn't do. And I want to take this time to celebrate it and then also look forward to something new. Even if, uh, you know, sometimes the fear of loneliness, the fear of rejection, those are huge things that prevents us from moving on when we're trying to let go of someone or something. You know, we kind of get bogged down by fear of rejection, fear of loneliness. And, but it's as long as we're not able to feed into those fears too much or let them rule our decision-making. Oh, we're, we're good. You know, we're yeah. good out here. But also realizing that the most relationship, the most important relationship we'll ever have in this incarnation is the one with ourselves, right? Yes. That, and that's something I'm like integrating more and more as the years go by. It's like, if you're, you're just going to keep attracting really bad things if the relationship with yourself isn't good. And that's outside of relationships. It could be just general life things, right? So fucking yeah. true. You're so wise. Oh, both of you guys are so damn wise. I'm so I wish I, I wish I took all my here. own advice though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I just said that to um I was so pissed off the other day. I was taking a hike with my husband and I was like he said something and I was such a smart ass back. And I said, oh, it was some like kind of, you know, like advice that I would say. And I said something like, oh, I didn't know that. You know, I said it like, just like that. And I remember like, you know, I said, and he's like, you should take your own advice. And I'm like, well, yeah, think that's why I give it. So I don't have to take it. Like I said something funny like that. But yeah, Lorena, I'm, I understand completely. <laughs> it's it's like, you can be the best channel in the world. Like, I know you're a great channel and Lucy is a great channel and I'm a good channel, but it's like, sometimes like, you know, I feel like it's easier for me to channel great shit for everyone else. But when it comes to me, I'm just like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> what am I doing? Like, and I know intuitively, like I'm doing something wrong, but I'm just like so stubborn in the way. From the, and, you know, so I get yeah. why everyone needs someone to fucking go to. Let's just say yeah. that. So it's like yeah. as much as I can say I'm a good channel, I do obviously have good wisdom. Do spirit come to me when I'm like upset? Of course I can hear their messages. But when I'm mad, I'm like, all right, I hear you, but let me be mad. I don't want to see the wisdom right now. Let me be angry. <laughs> let me feel the emotions. Yeah. Right. Sorry, I was gonna ask you, do you get what like Lorena and I get where like when we're channeling the catching records for someone else and they're asking a question that actually is very related to what we are personally getting, we'll get them talking to them, but they're also letting us know that they're talking to us as well. (laughs) Do you get that? Yes, it happens to me all the time. I be like, when I do a, like a reading for someone, I'm like, and they're like, yo, I really resonate with that. I be getting on the phone like, yo. And sometimes I say it on the phone, like, yo, I'm taking that advice too. That shit was good for me. Let me write this down. Like a lot of times I, I, I love when that happens. Cause you know what? That's how you know that we're all fucking interconnected because what, what was the message for you think was for someone else. But then when you're channeling, like, yo, there's some good information. <laughs> like I need to hear this Don't too. literally point their finger at me. They're like, that's for yeah, you. I'll, yeah. I'll see that too. Oh, they'll make 
make me feel goosebumps and get me like, listen to what you're saying. Cause this goes for you too. Yes. It, yes. It happens to me too. So good. Okay. So you guys aren't the only ones and I'm not the only one. So I'm sure every other intuitive psychic who are empath, whoever you want to call yourselves out there, you ever gave someone advice. And while you're giving advice, after you gave them advice, if you ever felt like, damn, that was some good shit. First of all, that's a good sign that you channeled. Usually I, t- I tell this to people all the time. If you're just someone who gives someone good advice and then after you, you give the advice, like, yo, that doesn't even sound like me. That was some wise shit. That's a sign that you channeled. But if you could actually say, yo, that was some wise shit and I need to hear that, that's a, man, love it. That, that's what I call a two for one special, man. Two yes. for one special. You yes. Love it. I love that. I love that. I think it's also like if you're really busy with readings, like with Lorena, we've been really busy with podcast recordings and we're about to recording some stuff and the interviews and we have readings. And so I haven't stopped to do my own things. Like even though I have some questions about myself and my life, I haven't stopped to ask for myself. So it's like they can, where they can jump in and be like, yo, by the way, you know, the issue you're having, let me, here's your answer, man. Like it's almost like they take advantage that you're connected at that point as well. That makes so much sense. You're right. Because when you're so busy, it's true. When you're using all your consciousness and it's getting drained, I'm not saying like what you're doing is training, but you know, it's still using your life force energy a lot when you're channeling, doing all the spiritual stuff. And so that makes so much sense where it's like, I'm going to take shit. This bitch is listening, tuning in. Let's throw all the messages out at once. You're absolutely right. I love how, I love when that happens, you know? And I think yeah. that um, it just is beautiful how spirit uses all methods and forms to reach us. I think it is, it is such an honor to, you know, I always, I never take it for granted. And I know you guys don't either about being like having the ability to channel. And it's, it is very, um, as, as wild as it may seem sometimes when you get these random ass messages and you're like, look, I don't know how it's going to sound, but I'm going to say it y'all, you know, that's what I always tell people. <laughs> I'm like, look, this may sound weird, but here we go. And coming from yes. my weird alien ass, I think anything could, at this point, nothing's off the fucking limits. You know, nothing's off yeah. the table. But um, I just think it's beautiful to be able to, uh, and, and, you know, it's a blessing to be able to connect. And I think that everyone on this planet can connect. We just feel like a lot of us have just been either discouraged or we just think it's too out there, you know, but I, I've been programmed to not be able to figure out how we can do it or even do it. I I really believe in the programming except, I mean, imagine if everyone on earth had not like had not been covered some way from connecting, we're all connected. They couldn't trick us into doing anything that they want. Totally agree. Totally yeah. fucking agree. I was just mentioning this too. I was doing a mentorship session the other day with this person and I was just saying that. I said, I get a lot of people in my classes say, B, I'm scared to open up my gifts because um, I saw somewhere that you can attract demons and other lower entities by opening yourself up just in a general sense. And I'm like, look, y'all, I just had this fucking conversation literally four days ago. I said, there has been so much propaganda in the Hollywood movies about, um, you know, if you, if you think about spirits, it's always dark, it's demons, it's the exorcism of this, the exorcist that, or if you see the ghost movies, it's always scary. Some ghost haunting someone because they didn't get their right porridge. I don't know. I just make shit up right now, but you know what I mean? Like always some kind of ghost shit. It's always, they're always trying to scare us with some exorcism, some demons or ghosts are scary. Right. And so what I've, what I've calculated was that Hollywood is doing all this intentional propaganda just to discourage, like you said, Lucia, discourage people from, from, from just, from discovering that part of ourselves to really realize that we are spirits technically in this human shell. And we do have 
just how easy, that's why people can feel, they can go into a, a haunted house and feel weird vibes. And they're not psychics, right? Oh, only psychics can feel. No, humans can feel shit, but we've been taught that, oh, only a few people can feel it. No, everyone, that's how you can go to a home and feel like something's off here, you know? But I do believe that with the propaganda movies, it has discouraged people from even looking into that direction of, of trying to connect to spirits. And it scared everyone away. And that's why when I get people saying, V, I'm scared, I'm like, look, just the fear itself is the block itself. Like remove the fear, unless you're practicing Satanism for like 20 years and really into the dark occult, like maybe some dark spirits will come after your ass, you know, or if the environment had a lot of murders or weird activity, you could pick up on something. But I mean, you know, ghosts don't attach themselves to people. Like when they, like if you leave a haunted place, it's not going to, um, now, Granted, there's there's weird uh there's there is certain weird uh you know uh, there is weird shit that can still follow you. Can it technically happen? Yes, but it is rare. They're known to not attach themselves. They're usually in environments. Environments have what's called environmental energy or environmental energy residue, and that's where you know if, if, if the ghosts live there, they're going to stay there. But demons and shit are they real? Technically, in some sense, yes, lower entities do exist, but. I don't believe that um, just because you open yourself up a little bit and if you have good intentions, right? What happened to intentions, right? I thought everything was in the intention. Everything exactly. starts with the intention. If your intention is to connect with dark spirits, then my God, I guess that's what you're going to get. Same thing with anything in yeah. life. But it's like, if you let's think about it from a 3D place. Let's say that you're like, oh man, I really got to get in shape. I'm going to work out. There's every, Working out is positive. But you also need to know, I can't do too much. I need to take care of myself. My cardiovascular health maybe has to build up and I need to make sure to stretch. Like this is the same thing. You're going to connect to another energy. I need to protect myself. I need to be in a good environment when I do it. I need to protect the area where I'm going, be sacred, bring in good vibration. Like it's the same thing. It's like the stretching and and, and making sure that you're ready for that. So I think that if you're in a really good, solid place spiritually, and then you're making sure that your intention is that you're only vibrating around with good things and you're literally putting, because you're saying to the universe, I will only connect and I'm only permitting good vibrational beings with good intentions to connect to me, then you're already saying to the ones that are lower vibrational bad intentions, say, you cannot come, I'm not inviting you. This isn't an open invite. It's exclusive to this kind of individual, this kind of being that I want to connect to exactly you hit it girl hit the nail on the head this is a motherfucking vip club y'all can't even remember that chris brown song exactly. i'm sorry i gotta do it um <laughs> do it, do sure. it. you already know it was it was that um fuck i don't know what i can't remember the, the chorus part but he goes in the beginning of the song he goes y'all hate from outside the club you can't even get in like literally <laughs> <laughs> Like literally something cheesy like that, but literally we in the motherfucking VIP. So don't even worry about the, 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 exactly. lower, the lower entities. We in the VIP of spirit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I love about UV? Like Lucy and I are very much about like making things like easy, right? And under like digestible and very grounded. And I feel like you do the same thing and you make things very real. You don't make it difficult for people to understand. You can make it relatable. And I think that's, amazing like that's something I really admire about you oh thank you thank you by the way I'm on my period so I'm about to have a freaking cry out of my eye oh, just I'm sorry I am. No, 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 I, I appreciate it thank you thank you literally guys I was just um it happened yesterday like I actually bleed on the full moon <laughs> literally like I it used just to happened. be in sync with that too not anymore though yeah it just um I was bleeding on the full moon all year last year and and- to any any men listening by the way <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Sorry, can guys. Just fast forward. Just, uh, yeah, just fast forward. So it only take one second, but just, uh, just real quick. My cycle was lined up with the moon all year. And then when I moved to Arizona, it stopped. Oh, and wow. then now it just kicked back in. So it stopped from September, October, November, December, and it just started this month. Interesting, probably right? Just so like with the it probably shifted moon. with the new energy. Something mm. it has to be. So yeah. So I was like, when 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 Lorena was sitting on the nice step, I was like, oh, it's so nice. I could feel a little tear in my eye. And I was like, wait, I am a tough bitch. It's just my period. But no, no, no. I appreciate it, Lorena. That was so nice because I love because I love because I feel like you guys have a similar energy to me where you. I totally. feel I love. Cause I love your down to earthness and it's like so hard to find. Like when people always ask me like, Oh, what podcast is I'm always suggest yours because you Aww. guys are the only ones that I can actually say. That's like, like I would never recommend something I don't listen to myself. And I would never recommend anyone that I don't intuitively feel, you know what I mean? I, I'm not yeah. aligned with myself, but yeah. I always felt like I can only listen to people who are down to earth. I cannot listen to someone who's just talking like we're in a lecture or something too long. But I think my, that's just my brain. My brain will start to, yeah, start well, to fire I, right? like you. Yeah. I can't listen to too, I call it la la spirituality. I cannot listen to too much la la spirituality. Like, let's be real here. Or too technical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it just like goes over your head and you're like, I don't get it. Yeah, 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 that sense. stuff, right? Yeah, y'all see, you guys get it, yeah, because we've mm. all been there, like especially when we like when you're new to this journey and you find like the big people, right? Like the big, big people, and those yeah. are the ones where um I don't have any names that I don't even like. It's been so long, but it's like you know what I mean when you first you Google like spiritual this, spiritual that, and you see only the big people pop up, and so those are the ones where it's like kind of technical, kind of like. So you have to get into this thing. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of, you're, kind of yeah, cool. you want to hear about how that person is still human. They're not perfect. They're not manifesting perfect. That's what I think, at least. They're not, they don't got it down all the time. I think you never stop being human no matter how much you've learned. You still have, if not, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be incarnated. Your soul's like, got this, I'm out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So I want to I see the real person and I want to hear their struggles. So I could be like, oh my God, I feel that too. Like we have, oh wow. Okay. If he managed to, or she managed to get through that, I'll be able to figure it out from her maybe or him, or, you know, they'll help me figure it out in a way. Exactly. I, and that, I, I feel that way too. And then again, I'm in no way shooting all the technical people because, hey, every every personality is attracted to whatever personality they're trying exactly. to. Exactly. So we need everything. Feel- I always felt like, you know, when people are always like, oh, it's not about like who, it's not better or worse. I consider it as like what you're more compatible with. You see how it takes away the totally, energy yeah. of, you know, I, I yeah. even like, I remember I had a reading with someone and they asked me like, B, how do I stop being competitive? Literally, it was a question to me the other day. And I remember I, I was channeling and I said, you know, have you ever thought of seeing it as, maybe someone's just more aligned with something or more compatible that it's not something to take personally. Cause if you start to get competitive or jealous, it means you're taking something extremely personally instead of seeing it, taking a step back and saying, you know what? that's okay that that person's more aligned with this or more compatible with that. That doesn't take away from me. It's just kind of like someone saying they like spicy food or not spicy food. Are you going to be mad because someone's like, they don't like your spicy food, but they told you I'm, I don't really resonate with spicy food, but you can't take that personally. It's a exactly. choice of preference. And I literally channeled that the other day and I still think about it sometimes. And that's what I think about with uh, different personalities on, you know, on these uh, 
and just in the spiritual community in general, like everyone has their own cup of tea and whoever, you know, my tea just has a lot of fucking raspberry. I love raspberry tea. This is so random. It has nothing to do with anything, but <laughs> I, my tea has such, some kind of flavor, you know, something, you know, like but herbal uh, tea. yeah. Yeah. Herbal tea. I'm a tea bitch. So I'm with you. It could be any form of tea, honestly, blueberry mm. tea, hibiscus tea, um, mm, sweet tea. I know, right? I love hibiscus. He's one of my favorites. Hibiscus is Have you ever delicious. tried drinking the drink that Lorena and I uh, have that's typical from our country? It's called mate. Yerba mate. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yerba mate. I've had Have you ever like had it like like the proper way, not the tea bag way, like the proper way? No, I have not, but I would want to try it. Okay, so what we need to one day, like when all the stupid rules and the stupidity of what's going on finishes, <laughs> we need to meet up somewhere, yes. and we will we will teach you, and we will show you, and we'll bring you the tools to begin to make your own mate because I I drink half a liter every morning. I miss it so much. Oh my gosh. I love it. And I only got it through like, you know, the regular like grocery store stuff. So I can only imagine the it's actual. It's not fruity authentic. though. It's very, no, okay. it's, it's bitter. It's bitter. It, it will give you so much energy more than coffee. I'm telling you right now. It also, okay. We're getting too dirty in this episode, but it also makes you poop. <laughs> oh, even better. Love a clean system. <laughs> love blowing up the bathroom. Love it. <laughs> That's always good. Yeah. awesome well we don't we don't take too much more of your time v think um like as always thank you so much like we're so grateful for you to take the time and come on here and talk to our audience and to chat about your experience because lucy and i were we're actually talking about that the other day somehow and we're like why have we were we had talked months before about having you on and for whatever reason life got in the way and we didn't message you but um but maybe you can share with everybody well, obviously I'll put it in the show notes, but maybe you can quickly just share how people can reach you and kind of what you do. We've been on the podcast before, but obviously you are, um, you're a spiritual development teacher and you're a psychic medium, um, but maybe you can just give them some info where they can contact you. Okay. Awesome. Um, all right. Now I can get in business mode and shit. Um, <laughs> I'm like, let me get in business mode now. All right. So um, my website is www. I feel like I'm at an infomercial. www.goldenv.com. And when I say golden V, and you're going to see the link, it's, it's not that serious. And then, guys, my Instagram is funny because I know I said this before. I'm going to say it again. My yeah. Instagram is at G O L D N V E E. I could have, I could have fucking get the real golden V, how golden should be spelled with the E-N because someone took it. But you know what? I adapt. That's what life's about, y'all. So anyway, mm-hmm. I am a psychic medium and I my, my specialty is mentorship. I love psychic development. That is my specialty is actually teaching psychic development. But I also do reading. So if you want to know about your... Uh, your life and whatever, I also do that. And just as I am here, this is exactly how I am in a class and in a reading. So this is the kind of sauce you need. This is who I am. I don't change up for anyone. But yeah, you can find me on my website or um, Instagram. I don't have TikTok. You know, it's funny. I feel so out the loop. Like I should have a TikTok by now. Like I created one under my name just in case I didn't want anyone to take my name. Like, so it's like, it's out there, but I like, I don't know what to do. And I sound so old yet. I just turned 31, but like, Mm -hmm. I feel old older than that because I'm like, I don't know what the fucking do anymore. Like, so I don't have a TikTok. I just have an Instagram. I don't even have a Facebook. I'm, I'm literally, I like to keep it simple. So Instagram at golden Better. babe, which Lorena will, will plug in. I'll the put all those spelling. links there. Yes, and I, I can definitely say, 
yeah, just not specialize in psychic development. And if y'all want to talk about alien encounters, we can also do a session for that because obviously I am that weird bitch to do it. Um, and we'll also and just, link your podcast because you have an amazing oh my podcast. God, I, didn't even, I was about to just get off. Hello. I totally forgot. <laughs> Thanks for keeping me on track, girl. So yeah, yeah. Um, my actual podcast, which is Dimensions of the Soul. Um, it can be found on Spotify and everywhere else, basically. Um, Dimensions of the Soul, basically like, like yours, you know, just talking about random shit, but just random yeah. stuff about anything. Um, underground aliens, conspiracies, um, just me talking shit, basically. So enjoy. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's really good. Um, all right. Awesome. So we'll link all of that below and then I'm sure we'll have you on again at some point this year. We I have definitely have you on again frequently. this year. You'll be a regular. Yeah. Ooh, a regular. I feel like I'm at like a bar or something. I'm a regular. <laughs> you know what I want. Get it. You know my special. <laughs> you know my the special. usual. <laughs> I love you guys so much and again I cannot wait till when all this bullshit's over so we can just you know where yeah. we should go I keep seeing a vision of the water it'd have to be somewhere either where Lorena lives or somewhere where you guys are from Uruguay somewhere where the water it just I keep seeing water or it, it, well, it might be where I will be living maybe. so we'll see Ooh, about that psychic <laughs> shit see I'm seeing visions of water already <laughs> see what's happening I saw the water I see a lot of greenery it's a lot I see a mountain and I see water. It's a lot of water and there's like a little green. It's a lot of greenery, but um, it's a lot of but it's a lot of water. So we'll see. I love it. <laughs> okay, okay. So we will we will uh, sign off here. Okay. Love you guys. Bye.